<laughs> stop that shit. Oh, damn. It didn't stop. Stop that shit. Stop that shit. All right, man, and welcome to the Talk Some Shit Show. We're coming to you live from the Bronzeville Incubator known as the Think Space. As always, I'm your host, DJ Simba, Huey Gang, and we have a very special guest for today's episode. It's a lot of things I can say about this brother. Um, one of those things is he's very genuine. You know what I'm saying? This is one of the most um, warmest souls that I feel like I've I've came in contact with on this music scene. Um, my earliest, <laughs> my earliest memory of of really connecting with this man was uh was crazy. Was what last year or the year two, before? Yeah, buddy, two almost two years ago. Two years ago. Well, actually, I have been knowing you prior to that. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we knew each other. From from uh the the other shit that I used to do, um invisible uh radio the uh that shit. You, so I had spent your music already, but I so just had we not... had yeah we hadn't met met exactly. So that was Shout our out first. To invisible. Yeah, you know something like that. Shout out to yeah. yeah um, but nah, it was uh two years ago, and we was literally in the same exact general area. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> and crazy. We was, Somebody hit me the fucking DJ uh, uh like a, a Bronzeville Alley Fest or some shit, and Heavy was the only name that I knew on the uh on the flyer. So I'm like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I got it's a familiar face. I can. It slide. was like 40 people on that flyer. It too. was definitely it was a festival, <laughs> G. Like motherfuckers had a mini festival in somebody's backyard, and that shit was completely busting. Um, and that shit went very left really quick because a whole lot of niggas. Yeah. I was definitely ready to knock a nigga block off. <laughs> Heavy came up and he was like, "Hey man, like I had thirty artists running up to me, like you got my music, you got my music, you better have my music." Uh -huh. Yeah, I I see what type of night it's gonna be. Yeah, and Heavy was the one nigga that was like, you know, what I'm saying one of the few because it was a couple other ones, but he was the first one to be like, "Hey bro, don't let the shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, stay calm. What is it that I could do to help you? Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I know you don't have my music already, so what? Pro like, he was just very attentive and very aware." And I fucked with that from a real niggas aspect because a lot of niggas ain't going to do that. Just I ain't even finna get on that rent, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. being a DJ and what I got to go through as a DJ. But I appreciate you. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have Heavy Crowns. Let's clap it up. Clap it up. Yes, clap it yes, up. Clap yes, it yes, up. yes, 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 yes. It's How a pleasure to be here. Um, I'm blessed, man. I feel amazing. I feel mm -hmm. really good. I feel really good. It's a pleasure. I appreciate you sharing that story. Uh, <laughs> when I met you, you was going through it a um, little bit. I was but, definitely. Uh, you seen the look in my yeah, eyes. Like, I, I didn't even have to say nothing. Like, mm -hmm. I was just that ready to just yeah. beat a nigga ass. Like, I sensed your energy. I just felt like I should speak you, some part. You and know? you had a great, great set, too. Like, Thank you. Because, because you gave that energy to me, I was able to get that back to you and make sure that your set was yeah, like, flawless. yeah, yeah. It was that shit was cold. That it shit was, was cold. Vibe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was a vibe for sure. Yeah, I'm good, bro. How are you? I'm uh, I'm great, bro. Life is good. Life is great. Mm -hmm. Um, man, you. This is episode three of this podcast. This shit going strong. Um, I'm I'm definitely more focused than I feel like I've ever been in my life. So nice. It's cool, man. Uh, before we start the show, we want to say don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube. Excuse me. And like the video, you know what I'm saying? And leave a comment, whatever mm -hmm. you feel like, you know what I'm saying, as far as you talking your shit. Um, excuse me, this Heineken trying to beat my ass, bro. My all up in my all up in my chest, you feel me? In the, in the, <laughs> in the lung area, you feel me? All right, so, uh, yeah, man, we're going to start off with, uh, with, with the segment of pick a topic, any topic, right? Mm -hmm. So I told my boy Heavy to pick a number between 1 through 30. Go ahead. What was that number? A topic between one and thirty. Mm -mm. Pick a number between a number one with okay. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say twenty five. 
twenty five. My brother Richie, what's going on? My Three, brother four, five, Rich, six, my brother. Twenty five. Damn, that's probably that was probably yeah. All right, man. We we was talking about this already too. Wait, wait. Yeah, twenty two. Nah, nah, nah. It's too late. Nah, nah. It's cool, brother. It's a good topic, though. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I guess how can I start this off? I don't want to really ask no questions. The topic is gonna be Chicago. You know what I'm saying? Because oh, we both. What actually? Yeah, where are you from? I know you're from Chicago. Yeah, I know yeah, you're from yeah. the crib. But... Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, I grew up. I was born and raised on Sixty Third mm. in Parnell. That is right, right between Normal Street and Halsted Street. Mm. Um, normal to my west, Halsted to I mean, normal to my Halsted to my west, normal to my east. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. that's why I'm born and raised. Absolutely. Man, I did not know that, bro. I always knew you were 63rd represented, but I didn't know exactly like where on 63rd. Yeah, me, me, Reese, and Dirk all grew up together, like in the same. Friend right, groups, friend circles, all that. See, I be trying to, I be trying to connect with that area because niggas uh, grew up on 59th and Princeton. Yeah, so, yeah. You did? Yeah. What? Nigga, I went to Walter Reed before it became for real. Before it became Johnson. Are College you fucking Prep. serious? Hell yeah. <laughs> boy, that's crazy, boy. Yeah, yeah, boy, that had so many of my life experiences at Reed, boy. What? Yes, sir, nigga. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, man. My uh, both. Well, one of my brothers. I know he went to Walter Reed too. Like it was a while ago too. So it's you ain't we ain't necessarily we was in and out of that area. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? After my uh great grandma died, we kind of like got out that jam. Yeah. But yeah, for the most part, I wasn't never on 63rd like that. But yeah. as far as 59th, like walking to uh, damn, what's that park? Sherwood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, walking to Sherwood and shit. Walking yeah, to the I would have never stuff. walked over there. Shit, uh, <laughs> that big ass, that big ass church at. Yeah, yeah, nigga, stay right across the street from that motherfucker. Wow, literally right across the street. Like you can see that motherfucker from from the crib, literally. That's then, crazy, cause you that back, you right by the E-way. Yup, and then back in the day, day it was a building next to that church. Like it used to be. Uh, you know, like if you go down 59th type mm-hmm. shit, like it's cribs on like just that. Well, 59th side. used to be busting because if you know on 59th normally used to be a barbershop right yeah, there. Yeah, I used, used to, to be go all, to that barbershop. Boy, bro. used to be all that. I really used to bro. get my hair cut at that barbershop. That's crazy. But see, Ball fade days. Type man, shit. for me, man, growing up, I was I was heavily affiliated. So uh, we ain't going to Sherwood Park. We ain't damn. go. We ain't go past 59th. 59th after that, you know, that was all that was GD. Name. That was yeah. all. <laughs> yeah, my oldest brother, he be on that shit. He definitely mm-hmm. made sure I ain't have to go through none of that That's shit. That's a beautiful he, thing. He definitely. It was just, you know, he put the fear of God in me. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? If I find out you gang banging, then you gonna have something to cry about. Type hey, shit. there you go. I'm like, bro, I don't even want no problems. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That nigga be scaring me sometimes. But last time I seen that nigga, bro. I tell everybody this shit. Last time I seen him, he pulled up to the crib, like this crib. He was outside, you know what I'm saying? He, you, I guess just, you know what I'm saying, the mindset of where somebody is when they live that life, you yeah. feel me? So, like, yeah. I know niggas that's in that life, but he he got some years on us, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? He pushing, uh, I think he pushing 40. He gonna be probably, like, 40 this oh, year. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, that's your big brother, big brother. Yeah, yeah, that's my oh, oldest. Done. That's, what's good? That's the OG right there, you feel me? So, uh, yeah, folks, says he, uh... He pulled up and he was just like, you know, there's kids running back and down the street and shit. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers if moving you quick. Asking, how old are you, bro? I'm 24. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah so uh, I'm 20. I'm the baby out, the, out, out of all of us. I just I'm turned 28 last month. 28? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Congratulations, bro. Thank you, know bro. What I'm thank you, thank you. Another year around the sun. But yeah, nah, bro ass up the pole in the car and I'm just like, bro, like, he ain't upping on me, but he just right. upped it because he, he felt, prepared. yeah, but it's like, bro, we've been staying over here for a year. Like, ain't shit really and went off. And if you knew this area, you'd be like, bro. 
And I know I know this area, and I got OGs that's in this area. So, like, this area definitely used to be hot. So, yeah. I don't know if he's just thinking, like, what it used to be like back in the day. Or maybe it's some underworld activity that going around here that niggas don't know about. Like, no, nah, bro, he you he just he just know what it used to be. It's a that's a that's a that's a thing with a lot of brothers around his age that mm. you know escaped this chaos and wasn't around to see the the process of the change of the certain <laughs> neighborhoods. And just yeah, not for real. So when you be like. Yeah, shit, I'm posted on 47 right now. He be, Certain motherfuckers it's hot like, over there. Oh, you, should, you, got, your, over you there. got your blick on you. It's like, damn, nah, bro. bro you, it's sweet. Like, you yeah. got a couple clucks, you know what I'm saying? People yeah. talking to themselves. Yo, Gabby, that's, was that's good. it. You feel me? Um, mm-hmm. So, as a as an artist, because I don't, you know what I'm saying? We ain't really fully introduce yourself or right, 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 but right. you know what I'm saying my boy he's a he's a rapper extraordinaire you know what mm. I'm saying god body in his in his in his greatest form mm. um so like how do you feel about cuz I know me being a artist as well a DJ for mm-hmm. a certain uh just a certain what last 5 years it's like this common uh not misconception but it's a common like topic of conversation as far as like if you from Chicago, you got to leave Chicago in order to be successful. So, like, how do you feel about, like, moving out of Chicago to, quote-unquote, become successful? Yeah, so I'm definitely going to dispel that myth. And, but, but, but but what I will do is I will communicate an understanding of that perspective mm-hmm. and my bridge of understanding to it. So, like, nah, I don't think that you have to leave Chicago um, to be successful, mm-hmm. I think you have to question what success is for you. Exactly. One. Um, two, I think that Chicago is really big on... One thing I'm learning and I want to see and I want to speak into is this for myself and the front for myself is Chicagoans really want to see if you about what you rapping about. No, that's valid. Um, that's I think valid. that... I'm going to pull a car people, quick. I think that the people that are most authentic and able to brand and market their authenticity the right way are the ones that are quote unquote successful mm. um, in Chicago. Um, so yeah, no, I don't think I have to leave to have success. In my eyes, I'm a, I'm already very successful. Um, but I, what, what I will say That was the other part What I will say is It is important period For you to uh, Network outside Of your city though That, that is and, factual And it just depends on You know How much impact Do you want to make Do you want to make As an artist Do you want to just You know Be citywide known or do you want to be nationally known, global? You know, that's you know that's multiversal. It's really up to word. you. Um, you know, I'm from Chicago. I plan on cementing my foundation here in Chicago. And last year, me and my homies went on the 27 City tour around America. Yeah, man, so I seen like, that shit. How was that, bro? Amazing. Yeah. And we got a documentary coming out. Ooh, hey, that boy working. Um, absolutely, absolutely. We've been meeting for the last uh, four Mondays. Uh, watching episode after episode, so it's gonna be like a docu series. Docu series. Um, yeah. editing the episodes, watching them. Um, shout out to local local legend films. Mm. Um, a film, amazing film production company that shot it and then, um is working on it with us. And so, when you see it, bro. Nah, I. Hey, nah, bro. When you see it. <laughs> nah, that's valid. That's it valid. Ain't, it ain't. It ain't like. 
okay, I'm going. I'm just gonna get excited for a second. It ain't like, oh damn, that's a cool video. Damn, that's cool. Nah, bro. Like, like I've watched some of these episodes and damn, they've been in tears. Yeah. So I ain't gonna cap. The the tour was amazing, breathtaking, loving, it, learning experience. When the docu series supposed to drop? So we gonna uh, release. We're gonna release uh, episodes at a time. Mm. Um. So I'll let you know. Oh man, you keep, yeah, know, definitely you keep know. me in the loop, man. Keep yeah, me sure. in the loop like a motherfucker. You gonna feel like you went on it with us when you watch it, man? Cause I definitely it seemed like that shit came out of left field, bro. Like I think I just looked up one day and seen your ass was on tour, and I was like, damn, that shit is beautiful, bro. Like I love seeing my niggas get to it, or, like just elevate within their craft. Like yeah. at some point, I think everybody should, you know, what I'm saying, go on a tour or mm-hmm. do their version of a tour, whatever it is. Cause you know, what I'm saying, I did like a little college tour. Mm-hmm. That shit wasn't really. I mean, looking it back, it was. Don't say it wasn't. It wasn't to me, but it was to everybody else. Like I didn't recognize the impact that of me doing it. You know, what I'm saying what that looked like on the outside. Cause yeah. it's like it's me. You know, what I'm saying yeah. I'm going to these schools, but like on the outside, my was like, damn, bro, that shit raw. And I was, it just, it's, it's building like your, your resume. You know, what I'm mm-hmm. saying of a sense. You know, what I'm saying oh. so. Yeah, man. When any, anytime I see one of the guys, you know what I'm saying, people that I fuck with, like elevating they, they brand or they craft, that shit felt good. So I looked up and it was just like the Red Summer Project. I'm like, mm-hmm. damn, that shit cold. That yeah, shit cold. we had to make it, you know, my music is is bigger than rap. Mm-hmm. Like my life reflects my music. My music reflects my life. My life's work is serving. Mm-hmm. And so um, it had an educational aspect to the Rare Summer Tour. Basically, we seen all the racial tension that was going on in the world. And last year was the centennial year of the Rare Summer Race Riots. Well, race riots were just spurring all around America last year. Mm. And me and my brother sat down and was like, yo, we need to go across America and love on people with our, with our talents, with our art, with our voice. And created a whole package event. Mm. Um, to go to 27 cities and do to activate to love on people to pray with people to meditate with people um, and we did that all across America telling them about the race riots and why it's important for us to really zero in on our commonalities more than our differences because once you get to know mm. someone you're less likely to harm them and seeing everything that happens happening this year was like Wow, God! Yeah, like, pull a circle type shit. Yeah, bro, it's clips in the docu series that's gonna be like, <laughs> what year? Is why this? was we so ahead of time? <laughs> like, why was we what on is it time? last? Year? Man, oh, what like, is time? A concept, nigga. It's, it's a con. It's it's complexities within time. Time yeah. ain't even real. Yeah, bro, so. so we was right on time for that, and mm. we right on time to talk about it and share that story this year. Yeah, man, I, I'm already knowing, man. It's just it's been real heavy to be shit black in America. Um, Say that. Yeah, I don't even want to really dive too deep into that because after a while, bro, it just get overwhelming. You know what I'm saying? Like we have so many conversations here in the crib, and then you know what I'm saying amongst mutual friends. Like I'm knowing there's been plenty of times that you know what I'm saying that topic has just come up. So it's like, mm-hmm. damn, like how many times are we gonna go through this? But at the same time, you know what I'm saying that's what makes. Uh, black joy You know what I'm saying mm. Black excellence um, Black perseverance Looks so well Looks so good You know what I'm saying yeah. When you see Like I said So to even see that You know what I'm saying Like knowing that Shit yeah this year has been This year gotta go back In the wash or something bro Like 2020 has 2020 completely off a of beam bro Like I don't know What's wrong with 2020 But this shit ain't it And the fact that last year Wasn't really like The greatest year But right. it was 
technically is better. It's we the best year compared to last year. That's why I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like last year was definitely like a tough year, but this year, yeah, Mike Tyson yeah, on the ropes. Yeah, you feel me? So yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's a perspective. That's a valid perspective. I got I got one more for you with the Chicago joint. Mm-hmm. Um, you you a sports man? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I consider myself a sports man. Um, we not gonna go too deep into okay. this Bulls conversation. No, we could go as we can hey. go deep. <laughs> so one to. thing people don't know about me, um, so like my whole life has been basketball. That was one of the things that Valid. saved me in the streets. One of the things that validated me in the streets. One thing that I got respect for in my own neighborhood. And then I went on and um did some coaching as a kid, like coaching youth. And then I went on as an adult and coached. Uh, Assistant coach varsity uh, Head coach Fossil For a couple years So Like basketball Yeah We can get to it You know what I'm saying See me on this court tomorrow bro You know what I'm saying (laughs) Cause I ain't hooped all week And I got some stress to relieve So in case you wanna get your ass Boomed on Let a nigga know You feel me What's the question though Uh, Top three Bulls players Ever Ever Now I'm gonna give you mine And I already know Like that Is the third spot That you gonna struggle with The hardest Okay Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Derrick Rose. Easily. Hmm. Easily. Hmm. I'm going to say... Uh, I'm going to say uh, Michael Jordan, Dennis Rodman, and Derrick Rose. I figured. I knew Dennis was oh, going you know to fit in there, though. No, no. I ain't even going to say Dennis. Damn. I'll switch it. Damn. I'll be, I'll be my highest... Authentic self mm. I'm gonna say Michael Jordan Derrick Rose And Kirk Henrik Oh no <laughs> Cause Captain Kirk Boy listen You had to be there 05 06 03 04 When bro got drafted Shorty I was there I was like Hey this white nah, boy nigga, From Kansas the, going nuts I was nuts. there too bro I was there you know too With uh Captain Kirk Shit Ben Gordon Ben Gordon Wow dang Come on Andres Nocioni, Chris Duran, hey, oh, you know that was back. That was the baby that was a, bull. That was a tough. That was a tough year. Like them that era that, yeah, of that bulls, era, yeah. Like pre Derrick Rose yeah, was bro. definitely tough. It was bro. niggas. Motherfuckers don't remember, bro. Kirk was averaging eighteen a game at one point and was Listen. sticking the hardest. Like Rose going, he had a couple years where it was like. Oh, that's a solid ass white boy. And you ain't got to you ain't got to explain it to me, bro. You know, so we got I, I got be, personal. I be out here defending Kurt Heinrich, bro. Like when <laughs> niggas be talking about point guards, the best Bulls point guard. Just, it's like, bro, y'all gonna put some respect on that man's name? Yeah, but, bro. I mean, if we talking, you know, the reason I picked my three, of course, Michael Jordan is just. Mm. I think the Last Dance, like that that docu series, definitely opened up like. It just made me revisit why that yeah. nigga is so great. Like yeah. I watched so many Michael Jordan um, mixtapes and highlights yeah. on YouTube as a shorty, and then like to see a full production of like around like not only just the game, not only just the hardwood, but like what it was with outside of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why that nigga the goat. You know what I'm saying? Outside of any other thing that motherfuckers got any opinion about, like you know his business or you know what I'm saying him. Speaking on social issues, we talking about basketball, that nigga the GOAT. We oh, talking yeah, about person-wise, sure. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. between him and God. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's my. That's the reason I chose him. Scotty, when when Mike decided to retire, Scotty stepped up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, that's a solid two. Like, Scotty is a... 
you know he who, the ideal wingman you would ever want for sure. You know who remind me of Scotty right now in the league is uh, CJ McCullough, like a nigga that could take over the game when your mm, number one. I see what you're saying. When your number one down and he not in, you know what I'm saying? Like it's not almost like you got a, two number ones. You ain't got a number two. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like Scotty was a number one. He just assisted Michael so well to where everybody felt like he was a number two. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and that third position was gonna be Dennis. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of speculation. The reason I got, I think I got this uh, question off of Twitter because a lot of people was going back and forth between whether that third spot should go to Derrick Rose or Dennis Rodman, and it makes so much sense to give it to Dennis because Dennis was a champion before he got to the Bulls. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Dennis was the one that was damn near putting the hurt on Michael before I think before he even got a, a chip the whole mm-hmm. time. Like, rookie Dennis was giving that nigga trouble. You know what I'm saying? So. It makes sense to give Dennis that spot. One of the best defensive players of all time. One of the best rebounders of all time. Like, But you also got a question. What are we talking about as far as what makes him your favorite Chicago player? Is it is it his just his skill alone? Is it his cultural mm. impact? Is it all of that? You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, Dennis definitely got niggas out here. They was dying their hair different colors and shit. Weird-ass colors. Like... I get it, you but know I'm, I'm talking about for this city, this particular city. Oh uh, yeah, nah. Derrick Rose, Derrick Rose and Michael Jordan shit. hands down have had the most impact when Derrick Rose got injured, bro. That shit hurt like it was your cousin. Nigga, we all like the city stopped and had yeah. a breath like, yeah, that's real. Please no, like that's, everybody was like, Lord no. That like, was that was you real. You know what I'm saying? It was, like. Even now to this day, boy, that nigga jump like no matter what team he on, he jump. I'm instantly like, yeah, I, I, I feel it. I felt it already, and I don't so want to feel it again. D-Rose so that's why got that spot for me. I mean, D Rose is the youngest MVP of all time. Come on, come on, now let's mm, talk about first it. First you know playoff game ever dropped thirty six, only second to to Mike. Like it's in his first so many, game, like so many accomplishments, but it's just the way that he plays. It's very aggressive. It's very in your face. It's very like very that's Chicago. damn near. It's very Chicagoish. You know what I'm saying? Like and Chicago. If we gonna really talk I'm about come it, Chicago produced some of the, the rawest hoopers. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like for sure. it's a it's an entire list. I really Man. I really wish I could pull the list Doc up right now. Doc Rivers, Isaiah Thomas, come on. Corey Maggette, come on. Sean Marion, Quinn Richardson, come on, uh, motherfucking Derrick Rose. Iman Shumper, Shannon Brown, Shannon Brown. I think Kevin Garnett um, hooped here for a year. He, he hooped here for a year and a half. Come on, bro. Um, we claiming him. He, it was just a year, we but definitely we definitely claiming him because we we molded his ass. You feel his me? ass was hanging with Ronnie Fields out west all the time. Whole time, you know I think uh, Kevin Garnett a stone, ain't he? You Vice know what I'm saying? Lord, Vice Lord, under <laughs> five. You feel yeah, me? You know what I'm saying? So. The list go on, and the list goes on. Um, but yeah, for sure. sure. Yeah, nah, d- definitely. Dwayne my, Wade. Dwayne, well, you no, know, did we not say that? I mean, Dwayne Wade is, you know, is is Robbins, Illinois, bro. That nigga is Chicago. If we gonna claim yeah. Shannon, if we gonna claim Sean Marion, if we gonna claim. It's I don't a lot know. Of yeah, it's like. Because Proviso East ain't and, Chicago. Nah, yeah, and D-Way was, you know, motherfucker go to school in the suburb, but be in the city type shit. You I know feel what that. I'm I feel that. You know what I'm saying? Because so. I definitely was looking at that shit like, I, we played uh, we played this uh, middle school um, mm. when I was in middle school type shit. And it's just, that was at the time when he was like, I think he was probably like a rookie or he was a couple years in the league. And that nigga was throwing bread back at their ass, bro. We came out in the regular ass middle school uniforms. <laughs> Niggas got different shoes, different socks. We looked terrible compared to them, boy. Motherfuckers came out with a theme song, bro. I'm telling you, we was who we was. Uh, we was uh, what you call it? 
we was hooping around or whatever before the game and shit, warm-ups. like the warm-ups type shit. And the lights went out. Motherfucking fat ass. <laughs> bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the barrel's in your mouth. Sweet. Fat ass strobe lights come out of nowhere. Boom, boom, boom. Bring them out. And then I'm like, bro, these niggas got matching, matching fits. These niggas got jumpsuits. These niggas all got raw ass Jordans right. shoes. I'm damn, bro. I should have just went here for middle school just to be on the team. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, nah, that shit cold. Bro, I remember my freshman year. I went to Leo High School, St. Leo, my freshman year, mm-hmm. and we played Simeon. Now I wasn't on varsity. I ain't finna cap. <laughs> Don't tell no lies Niggas fact check you real quick I wasn't on varsity I was on fast I was on freshman You know I'm captain You know what I'm saying And we played Simeon And D-Rose gave our varsity 40 Damn (laughs) On an easy night That nigga had homework that night He like Let me hurry up and kill this shit (laughs) Hey Leo no It wasn't like that though Cause Leo 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 definitely a hooping school Yeah for sure For sure That's why we was even though we was Catholic, we was in the same conference to play. We was able to ah, play true, Simeon because we was both top schools type shit. That's but valid. yeah, they did that. They did that to us. Damn, <laughs> so. you talking about uh, a raw nigga doing something to your school? Gee, I had I had been dropped out of Eastern. I think I dropped out uh, 2015, but um, I had seen the game that uh, John Morant played against Eastern in college. Yeah. He did they ass so dirty, Damn, bro. Damn, that's wrong. Bro, I had niggas calling me like, bro, we was there. Like, like, and then to see him go to the league and do the same thing that he doing in the league, what he was doing in college. So just imagine, like, he's always been that explosive ass nigga, get to the basket, bucket ass nigga, bro. Damn. So yeah, John Morant, I, I I this is also it's kind of off topic, but on topic because we're talking about sports and basketball. But John Morant, I don't care what nobody say, bro. That is my rookie of the year. Yeah, sure. Like critics and and motherfuckers that's going, you know what I'm saying? He's going to win it, bro. They're not going to give it to Zion. They damn near might give it to Zion. They're not going to give it to Zion. Zion didn't even have a good season, let alone a great season. No, he definitely had a good season. He averaged like 17 and We talking about highlights. Is he making plays? Is he doing something for his team? Ja got his team to the playoffs. When the last time Memphis been to the playoffs? I agree with you. I'm just saying, I I get hyped about that boy. I'm team Ja. Okay, and Zion had a very solid ass season, and Ja just was wrong. It's just and shaky. And Ja led his team to the playoffs. It's it, shaky, you know. Like he Zion had, you know, saying some I good mean, moments. You, we in the past, I'll say this because in the past, there's been rookies of the year that only averaged 15 points in the, in the season. Okay, and valid. they still won rookie of the year. You know what I'm saying? So right. like, he had a good, he had a good year, but Ja just was. Going yeah, crazy, going you know crazier, what I mean? like, bro. Yeah. As far Took as like to the playoffs, he, you know what I mean? It's like, just way more highlights. Like yeah, he did a lot yeah. more for his team than mm-hmm. I feel like Zion did. And Zion started lady. You know what I'm saying? That's almost like I was gonna say, yeah, it's, it's also that, that. All that shit. It's a lot of factors. Because and I'm going job for rookie of the year. Is 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 um even what's buddy name? Fuck. Um Damn, he went to the Knicks. I think he was drafted number two or three. Uh, R.J. Barrett. R.J. R.J. ain't have really a good season either. You no, feel me? See, like that's who didn't have a good season. Like you could see, he was he struggling was with the growing pains of yeah. being league. Like it was obvious. You know, yeah, what I'm saying? I feel that he probably averaged like I think he probably averaged like 14, 13. I don't 14. even know. Shit, it's, it's that low though to the fact that like niggas don't know. Like, I, I mean, especially if you comparing him to you know comparing put him in the conversation with John Sion, then it's like. Yeah, we're going to have to zero in on your stats and see what the hell been going on. Because, like, yeah, because they going crazy. Type shit. Nah, I think uh, Ja, 
I'm finna spit some bars. I got, I got you in the little minute. I got you in the little minute. The bars is yeah, coming. John averaged 17. You know what I'm saying? Like he wasn't going too crazy. Like he no, wasn't that's averaging. That's crazy for a freshman, bro. For a rookie. For a rookie. You gotta understand that, bro. Like 17 a game. Hell yeah. I seen the nigga drop 30 and 40 too many Who times. Are you comparing? Are you talking about John? Yeah, nah, bro. Seventeen is accurate. That's a very good. Cause if you average seventeen, that actually means... Zion did better. Did shit. How many? Twenty-two. Yeah, twenty-two so... and a half. But shit. it's about the impact. It's about you know, it's impact of the season. I don't even know what you're doing. I was how, gonna say I don't even know what. How many games you play? You know all that type of stuff, and that's why Jaw get it. Jaw led his team to the whole ass playoffs. He was great on defense. He was steady on offense. He had very high assist numbers for mm. a rookie. It's all those type of factors that's going to make any play healthy. Way I was going to say, yeah, he played pretty much every game. If I'm not mistaken, he started every game, too, type shit. So, mm-hmm. it's also that. But, yep. uh, yeah, man, who you got for the uh, for the playoffs? You know what I'm saying? I think uh, I'm going to win. I ain't going to lie to you, bro. LeBron looking real mm-hmm. hungry this year. I'm going to just go say the Lakers going to win it. Yeah, that hey, that LeBron AD combination is really fucking tough to deal with right now. Like, yeah. a lot of people had they they money on um Blazers. Yeah, on um, CJ and uh Dame because Dame was sixty piece of niggas mm-hmm. three four games <laughs> yeah. back to back. I'm like, yeah, I, as a Lakers fan, I'm like, hey, it's looking yeah. look. I'm yeah. worried. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then. Sure enough, you know what I'm saying? The Lakers pulled out on top. Even CJ having a, a this nigga was playing with a broken back, bro. That shit was crazy. Like a broken back? Yo, it's a little they 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 exaggerated a little bit. It's that, but his, but it's something his wrong. back was definitely fucked up. That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> I've had, you know what I'm saying, certain things with my back where it's like, ooh, that shit irritate, that shit hurt. But the fact that your ass is still playing professional basketball with something wrong with the thing that you need in order to run. Yeah. Walk, jump. You know, the the basic shit that you need to do in basketball. Like mm-hmm. that that said a lot. You know what I'm saying? Even Angola. That uh was it um I'm trying to think. Was it uh yeah, they had to play Memphis before they played the Lakers, right? Yeah. If I'm if the I'm Blazers. Not, yeah, to, yeah, in order to get to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, CJ did CJ did job dirty, bro. It was uh T Money must It was like was two, three possessions where he gave that nigga the whoop whop, bam, bing, ah, step yeah. back. With a broke back, he just welcomed him into. He welcomed. He welcomed John the league right there. But yeah, let's get. Let's talk. I got a lot to talk about as far as. Well, I ain't gonna say a lot. I got some announcements to make for sure on the music side. Too. I mean, if you want, you know what I'm saying, get that out. Go ahead, do your thing, brother. Yeah, nah. Um, new tape coming. Mm. Couple new tapes coming. Couple. Um, Stock away. In new the merch about to drop. Uh, <laughs> New merch at Trap House Chicago is about to drop. Go ahead and explain to the people what Trap House Chicago is. So we ain't even really get to me continuing telling my background. Right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's not really... It's good. We organic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So once again, Happy Crowns, recording artist, six-star representative. I'm also um, the manager and run the day-to-day operations of Trap House Chicago. Mm. Trap House Chicago is a streetwear boutique, art gallery, and a bookstore with the emphasis on community um, and very um, premier quality streetwear. Um, we, our t-shirts we use as a means of communicating how we see society, what we believe to be true in society, and the things that we uh, aim to manifest. 
we are consistently making the community a fundamental part of all that we do. We give out food every weekend from 12 to 3 on Saturdays to give back to the community. We hold peace circles, parties, prayers, meditations, puffing paints, thinking paints, <laughs> um, a lot of different things. So we do a lot, we give a lot, and there's a blessing to be a blessing to people. And my music is about to reflect all of that. Mm. Um, my next tape that I'm dropping is called The Agriquan Set, Volume 1. Uh, Break down that word, Agriquan. Agriquan, okay, for sure. So Agriquan is the way that I'm choosing to brand my music and my sound. Um, Agriquan is a word that encompasses two different words. Um, one is the is the method. The other is the content. So Agriquan comes from two stem words, agriculture. I believe that I make agricultural music. Um, I use the beats as landscapes to plant seeds of ideas in the minds of the listeners to grow with me over time. And Quan is a word that encompasses four principles, um, respect, love, community, and wealth. Mm. And so those are the things that I'm forever talking about and touching on in my music. Those are the principles that I live on. And when you, when you plant something, you don't make a big show about it. Mm. You you do it, you do it, you tuck it, you press that seed down to the soil, and it's very subtle and very low key. And so when I'm talking about these positive principles, um, it's very subtle, easy going, mm. and um, low key. Well, no, I want to say low key. It's, it's say, very you, easy you very, going. You know what I'm saying? It's very. You very I, out about the way that I'm you know very what I'm out about it, and I don't ever want to come off preachy though. Nah, I feel and, that. And, I feel and that. So when we plant these seeds, it's never for the for the show. Mm, you know, performative so, as yeah. type shit. Yeah. I feel so that. that's um, that's Agricorn. That's the Agricorn set volume one. That's gonna be on all streaming um sites and platforms sooner than you know. I encourage you to stay tapped in because when I drop the tape, it's gonna be merchandise dropping. It's gonna be. The Rare Summer Tour docuseries dropping. Mm. And so as you listen to this new tape, you'll see all these from the docuseries to the merchandise. You'll see what I'm doing presently and what I have done to validate the things that I'm speaking of and passionate about in this tape. So, yeah, show. All right, man. Um, So, hey, before we dive deeper into the new shit, you know what I'm saying? Let's. Visit the old shit real mm-hmm. quick, you feel me? So we'll be right back after this commercial break. It's 
that's on everything. Don't ever play yourself, wasting time, boy, that's facts first. I was in the party, spazzing out, hitting footwork. Steps in right directions with connections, get you icy. I think you should love me, I know they don't like me. My queen is a hundred, cause she real, not a dime piece. I remember going 250 on the fire, Trissy. Hey, be nice, boy, do you remember? They was fighting at the center, life was only just beginning, wait. Now we own it, and they want it. If you don't bleed, how I bleed, we disown them. Try strong, master lock, baby. If you hated on me, then well, have you seen me lately? Do heavy got the songs? Do I got the style drills? Do I got the game on grills? Put me in the park, give me time, absolutely. Think I'm way too familiar with patience and not letting go. Taking it back to the go. I call up the game, they like you hit it right on the nose. You steady breaking the mode. I took it to Nola, like maybe then letting go. Feel like I'm patient, my way to the top. I'm gonna wait till I drop and go do the do. Way that I'm going, I can't ever stop. And I swear that the music be keeping me all on my toes. Know what I'm doing it for. I done been through it, I won't even do it no more. Too busy working these shows. Took a little break cause I need to. Can't look me in the face when I see you. Rolling up to face, I'ma need to. Might just fade away if I need to. Way if I need to. Hey, see, I've been moving on.
gotta get away. Time in my head, can't fly today. I might just find a way to make it instead. Think I need that back. I spent way too much time in my head, can't fly away. I might just take the day to count on my bread. Think I need that. So, uh, welcome back to um, Talk Some Shit Show, and we just want to emphasize that this show is a platform for all artists, so if you are an artist and want to have your music on the show or be a guest, um, please follow us on Instagram at Talk Some Shit Show and DM us, you know what I'm saying, your email and let's build. Also, this episode is brought to you by Anchor.fm. Um, who is Anchor, you ask? Well, uh, Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast ever. Um, their mission is to democratize audio. They believe everyone should be able to have their voice heard, regardless of background or experience level. If you ever tried to start a podcast, you know all the logistical barriers that can stand in your way. At Anchor, they aim to remove all of those barriers. Their main goal is to make podcasts easy and fun without sacrificing the quality every podcaster deserves. So, um, yeah, man, we want to just shout out our sponsors real quick. Uh, also too uh, In the description of the YouTube video Or you know what I'm saying uh, In the description for most of Wherever you can find this podcast um, There should be a listener support link In the description um, And what the listener support link is Is if you feel like you know what I'm saying You want to toss a little bread Donate you know what I'm saying To make this podcast better than what it is uh, You can donate at that link And that link will be in the description Alright now um, now that we back, you know what I'm saying, into the thing, we here with Heavy Crowns. Um, I mean, we could talk about Aubrey, you know what I'm saying? That's how I For damn sure. to start off every segment of, of Aubrey. Like, we could talk about Aubrey, but, you know what I'm saying, I understand Drake don't be really on too many people's minds. I think, uh, I mean, shit, what, what has Drake done recently? Well, you heard that little unreleased joint, him and Roddy Rich, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I think I the mean, next... he didn't drop more than that, though. As far as, I mean, yeah, the last joint with the laugh now cry later, like yeah, we had already sure. discussed that. That's that's a uh, that's a hit. That's definitely a hit of whatever is left of the summer. That little baby, that shit is gonna carry that song probably farther than what it needs to go. Um, as far as like uh, his that the next album though, I think the next album is technically called uh, 
certified lover boy. So it's like, damn, is Drake going back to, you know, heartbreak Drake? Is he going back to take care of Drake? You know what I'm saying? Because he's been on some rapping shit for, the, for a while now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, haven't had, I haven't heard him really like. Crying on the song. Yeah, you feel me? Like, it ain't been too many Keishas and tell Keisha, you know what I'm saying? Tell, tell CC, like, CC love, didn't look, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? He got too many. He got too many shorty names. Can't so, keep up. So, what you wanna, you want, I don't know what to expect. I, I did hear about him dropping the certified lover boy. I'm, I think that anything Drake drop is gonna do numbers. I think that Drake is, I think Drake dope. I think he's amazing. I mm. think that, um, I think that he has the lyric, lyrical ability to, you know, match up with any, you know, hardcore rap fan. And then he has the, he got the R&B, the pop, you know what I'm saying? And that brother doing his thing. He is, he is not one of my favorite rappers, but mm. he is much respected by me, though. Why is he not one of your favorite rappers? Because he doesn't choose to touch on any conscious topics. Mm. And I don't even want to say conscious topics. He don't. He don't really Self-aware tackle. Topics. He doesn't tackle societal issues for real. Um, especially, and I know that you know. I am aware that he is a a, a mixed brother, so <laughs> he has to you know kind of balance between uh, adhering, appeasing you know <laughs> his black his black family and his white family. Um, I so I could only you. imagine. I could only imagine you know you know what what that looks like for him. You know, trying to manage those expectations. But yeah, I uh, my heart. Common is my favorite all time rapper of mm. all time. And so um that uh the Common societal the ass. societal aspect, our struggles, our tribulations, our uh yeah, I love it when an artist can not just say something to and I'm not saying like yeah, I just yeah, he doesn't have enough <laughs> He don't got enough of that in him, and so like, I, he raw though. Like, it's like you cut yourself off. Like, yeah, I ain't trying to fuck up no potential Drake feature. So <laughs> I definitely, yeah. <laughs> I definitely do the, the Drake feature. You know what I'm saying? Hey, somebody sent me some, bro. Let me put that shit up. Somebody sent me somewhere. Uh, it was like the Drake stimulus package, bro. Like, how many people have Drake helped? And like, what's the like? Not for real though. Like, what's the actual effects? Of Drake, you know what I'm saying, assisting or helping somebody. I gotta find that shit, bro, because that shit. I definitely... wrote a song the other day, and I was like, I could definitely hear Drake getting on a remix of this. Hey, Drake, Drake definitely be hopping on like new unheard artists. You know what I'm saying, at least unheard to us for the yeah. most part. Because I mean, maybe half the world probably ain't really. Well, no, nah, I can't even say that because Dirk is is a fairly known nigga. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. So to put Dirk on that on that song, like, gee, and people ain't even peep. Dirk was on it. Dirk had a Drake feature and a Nas feature in seven days, nigga. <laughs> Dirk might, hey, I know a lot of be it be a whole lot of Dirk or G. Her, hey, Dirk winning right now though. You know what I'm saying? Like to have both of those, that shit, that shit wrong on your resume right now. Like yeah, that shit, it's big. that shit incredible to have a Drake feature and 
not only that, but a OG Nas feature. You know what I'm saying? And I heard Nas' album was pretty fire the whole time. You ain't listened to it? I hear Man, that. I ain't sat with it. I, you know, I, album you, you know who I stay with, bro. Like this album, that album definitely didn't got played yeah, in the yeah, crib. Yeah, but yeah. it's like I haven't sat with it in my room in my own time, like yeah, no, to that's, really that's, indulge. Very, very, very well done, Tay. Yeah, nah. Very well done. And I fuck with it, man. I know a lot of times, or at least you know, what I'm saying since I've been a fan of rap music, um, a lot of people didn't had that. I guess debate of whether or not. Nas can rap over good beats. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, I feel like that's such a ludicrous conversation. As far as what him him not having the right production in all these years. N- no, I feel like it's just silly to say that it's assume that he couldn't rap on um on good beats on on good beats. Yeah, that just sound the man can rap, so he gonna rap. And I know what people mean because. He older, so like, how can he, you know, manage on a hit boy track or something like that? And we see it. If he listened out, he did his thing. You know what I'm saying? Also that he did his thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think, think that I think that Nas went through a. I think because he knows that his voice is the power, mm. so he was choosing a lot of beats that was allowing his voice to shine over other things. So that just, that that. Headline just started running. I think it was more so in comparison to you know Jay's career. Mm-hmm. Jay didn't had Timbaland. Jay didn't had like a lot of Jay's hits came from very known ass or like prominent ass producers yeah. where they sound is very you know what I'm saying particular or meticulous. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying. So like for the most part, after a while, that's why people felt like Jay won that quote unquote beef was because. Man, what did happen to Nas's career? You know what I'm saying? Like we just now getting a Nas album after how long? Jaden did. Just dropped the Kanye Didn't nobody really count that, that shit. Motherfucker said that they didn't count it because that shit was trash, and it was mainly because of Kanye ass. You know what I'm saying? Like them beats, like that. If if it was the the potential that that really uh, declined the what that album could have been basically. Mm. So like when motherfuckers heard Nas on a whole album of Kanye beats. It was like, oh yeah, we was thinking like <laughs> Kanye in his right mind, the old yeah. Kanye. We wasn't thinking like Jesus Kanye, like these trash ass beats, damn the electronic ass, poorly sampled ass. Like you throwing the, the whole sentence into the sample, like it wasn't really. I'm gonna be in my professional opinion, it wasn't really that good. You know what I'm saying? As a DJ, it wasn't. Nah, it wasn't. It wasn't. Nas, ama- like said, it wasn't amazing, but. Nas gonna spit You know what I'm saying Regardless Like yeah. it's, it's it's that It's always that I Nas think it's is, just That the other piece you said He's just constantly being Compared to Jay-Z So the brother can't even live Like he can't I was gonna say too It's saying? not even really The fans fault Or his fault Shit Jay dropped a song The same night that Nas dropped the album Like that's That's the little petty shit Where it's like You gonna keep that conversation going Because Instead of worrying about Nas's album Now we like Oh Jay dropped something So we gotta Damn. Yeah, he, he was on some nut shit. He was on some nut shit. Back to this Drake stimulus package, though. Drake has assisted 32 artists to their their highest hot 100 position. Damn. Like, damn, G. And 2 chains is on here. 21 Savage, ASAP Rocky, Blockboy JB, DJ Khaled. Damn, DJ Khaled didn't have a... That's crazy. Um, I would feel like DJ Khaled, because he collaborated with so many artists, that a song without Drake would have done that before Drake. But even. you got to know that... You gotta know that when when we, we the best really went mainstream. It was around the same time Drake was getting. Mm, 
But even then though, like you think about shit like uh, what's that song? Um, everybody hands go up. Oh, and it was when. It's that didn't. That wasn't a hot one hundred, like a high ass yeah, hot one hundred no, song. That's not. Oh, that wasn't higher than. Well, I mean, I get it because it's Drake. You know what I'm saying? But it must be something about uh, DJ Khaled on different tracks. What is he doing? If he's mm-hmm. like, if it's his, if he a feature, if he just, you know, that probably most of them song, Most of them be his shits. You know what I'm saying? Like even now, like you, of course we know that Khaled don't rap type shit. So Khaled got hella songs where like. He damn near don't even say nothing, and niggas just get to start rapping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I'm just trying to figure out why that's that situation, because that definitely was a super major hit, but maybe it was like and two it was pains a, in... It was a couple before that, too. Like, uh, what's the other one? Um, Not I Go Hard. I'm trying to think. Khaled had a couple ones before Drake got to this level of superstardom, where like we knew who DJ Khaled was that. because he was... Uh, we taking over. Hmm. <laughs> Like nigga, what? Wayne verse? That shit was everywhere. That shit was everywhere. So I couldn't even imagine like whatever Drake did with and thinking about what was the DJ Khaled Drake song that probably got him there. I can't even think right now. Cause it can't be nah, that was Rihanna shit. Nah, that was uh Wild Thoughts. Was that uh Rihanna or Khaled? It had to be Khaled. Because Rihanna ain't dropped shit. I don't know. That was a hit though. But yeah, so it's a lot of niggas on here though As far as assisting those 32 artists And then They jumped the average of 19 places From their previous peak So Lil Damn. Baby was probably at 65 And then he jumped 19 places above that Dirk at 41 19 places above that Offset 37 Future 33 19 places above that Like That shit crazy At an average though You know what I'm saying So 18 artists had never charted before On the Hot 100 Damn. Okay so that's different then So Drake, you know what I'm saying? He probably got Khaled to the highest Hot 100 position mm-hmm. that he ever been at, but he probably been in the Hot 100. Yeah. These other artists ain't never been charted before. Yeah. So ASAP Rocky, Blockboy JB, that make a lot more sense. French Montana, that make a lot more sense. Party, um, Summer Walker, The Weeknd, you know what I'm saying? And then this nigga, how many assists is he throwing per year? Nigga, this year he had five already. And that's the highest I think he didn't already did. Every other year, 2011, he did two. That shit crazy, though, to even do the math. On, yeah, 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 yeah. Because the Drake feature really would help a motherfucker out. Like, how many times have Drake hopped on the song and then, like... It ain't nigga. happening. It ain't happening. It ain't happening <laughs> while he dropping a song and you're not going to listen. So. Depending on who the song I guess, right? Nah. I mean, shit, because... Any song you see Drake featuring and it pop down your YouTube feed with a video, you listening to that motherfucker. Nah, because he hopped on some uh, some some Spanish shit. You know what I'm saying? Some uh, Okay, okay. I ain't, I ain't really tap into okay. it. Yeah, I ain't tap into it. I knew I seen... I, I knew I... Because as a DJ, G, like, I just see titles of songs so mm-hmm. much and, like, the name of the artist and shit. So, like, I knew he was on that song, but I don't think I ever really, like, tapped into, like, what it sound like or... I wasn't really caring too much type shit, but um, I stayed corrected. That's valid. Because <laughs> you ain't listen to that shit, did you? <laughs> Hell no. You don't listen to uh, you don't listen to outside of uh, hip hop. No, I do. I just didn't listen to that Because <laughs> you know what song I'm talking about. No, I just. I think it was uh, what's dude name? Uh, Bad Bunny. Oh uh, yeah, he be lit though. High key, I'm yeah. familiar with Bad Bunny though He be lit So yeah I seen Drake And I'm like alright He got a Drake feature You know what I'm saying That's gonna instantly Shoot his ass right into the I'm gonna knock this But girl. Bad Baby already lit though Yeah Bad Bunny 
Bad Bunny, yeah. You talking yeah. about bad? Uh, <laughs> you talking about the white girl? <laughs> bad Bunny, Bad Bunny, he been lit though on that on the Latin tip. Yeah, you know, he been charted. He going Damn, nuts. For real? Hell yeah! What? I ain't, I'm he unaware. Like I'm ignorant. Superstar, like he's superstar, like he's superstar. Mm. Post has like the Justin Bieber of like the international. Damn. Because if you think about it, on the Latin side of music, bro, it's way more Latin speaking countries in the world than you than you realize. And when they ass be dropping, they ass be Damn. charting, charting like stupid charting. Just look at Bad Bunny numbers when you on your own time. Like, yeah. damn, I knew he was like they don't, gotta, they don't gotta be in America to make no type of count. Damn, uh, yeah, I that. definitely knew he was hot, but I didn't know he was like. No, yeah, yeah, he, he lit, he lit, lit. Yeah. Um. Let's see. One more thing before we get into that next segment. Uh, I don't know if you caught that. Uh, that versus yesterday versus kind of been. You I know, didn't. I heard it. Off. I heard it was. I ain't great. catch it at all, but cause, because I'm not like a R and B nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm very tapped out of like R and B. I I stopped at like, shit, Michael Jackson, like. <laughs> Michael Jackson made soul music, but then it transferred into R&B. So Michael Jackson is probably like the only R&B quote unquote artist that I probably like listen to heavily. Other than that, I damn near don't even know what R&B is based on like what yeah, yo mainstream version of R&B like Chris Brown, Trey Songs, the niggas that be crying when they sing, LMA, Summer Walker, like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's R&B quote unquote to me, but I know that that's not what R&B is based on me being a DJ. Like I know it's it's niggas like a. A lucky, uh, a lucky day, a motherfucking um, mm-hmm. what's dude name? I need me a sugar mama. I can't think of Anderson Park. That's not Anderson Park, but it's still Anderson Park though. You know what I'm lucky saying? Lucky like, day. It's a, it's a lot of niggas that like, you know what I'm saying? Really hold R and B to a certain yeah, light. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. when I seen Monica and and Brandy, it's like I can't even tell you. Yeah, no, nah, I'm a little tipsy, but I still can't even tell you like a name of a song by neither one of them. That boy is mine. That's the one with both of them. I know that for a fact. Brandy, I want to be down. Ah, okay. All right, I see. Um, Monica got goddamn. Is it Angels? Is that her song? I can't even fact check you. <laughs> yeah, because no, I wouldn't no, know. No, no, yeah, no, I've been around a little bit. No. Type shit. And uh, we was talking about this before. I was setting up and shit. You know what I'm saying? You skate. Mm-hmm. You skate like you skate skate. I skate skate. Like, and you, I'm not. Raw, I'm just good, but I said, <laughs> Wait, whoa, what's the difference? Cause because, because, bro, when we went skate last week, bro, all of them motherfuckers seem raw. Like, if you can do anything other than push and, <laughs> and just glide, you raw. No, if you bro. could pick your foot up before the other one and get the like, if you if your upper body dancing and you just glide, nigga, you raw, you raw to me because I can't do that. shit so no, as I get in the groove and I get the off balance, now I gotta that, reset. <laughs> you already, you know what I'm fucking talking I about too. I mean, it's levels, you know. It's like a little, it's like somebody that don't really hoop like that, seeing a person that uh, do a crossover in the left hand layup, like damn, he roll. But it's <laughs> a dude out there that can do an in and out crossover, step back right, to the right, side, right. fading away and drop that bitch. And you nah, like, he, oh okay, he just super raw. You know what I mean? I'm not so. <laughs> That's like with skating life. Damn. Yeah, I'm good. And it's people, bro, that's like doing amazing shit. Nah, like, yeah, I'm not. Bust a flip, bust a flip on a split. Bro, and we, like, you know. We went to a spot. That shit was like, what, 25 plus type shit. Mm-hmm. And I seen motherfuckers in there that was definitely probably double my age. But she was hitting the uh, the sweetness off a of roll bounce, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm talking about spinning the circle, hit it. 
bow. Yeah. Then get back, bow. Like, bro, what the fuck, nigga? I went around the circle once. My knee started hurting. I said, nigga, let me tap out real quick. Let me hit this bench. I feel it. I feel it in my my joint. That shit mm-hmm. ain't gonna work out. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I I, I never really been a, a skating nigga. I wanted to. Now that I get, now that I got older, I feel like as a young nigga, when you went to the skating rink, all it was was we finna put these skates yeah. on and we finna play tag on them, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like who can go the fastest? Yeah. I didn't grow up skating or stay in the skating culture enough to know about grooving. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like when niggas get on yeah. that motherfucker and just get the. Yeah, yo, that hey, last week was an experience, bro. I'm glad you went, and I encourage, I encourage us, you know, young black millennials to get back in the skating rink, man. Um, for the energy, for the culture, for the community, and for the exercise, and for the overall. It's definitely an exercise, boy. Motherfuckers' bodies, motherfuckers' legs been wobbling since last week, bro. Like. I don't think I'm probably gonna go skating again. Like I said, see me on this court. <laughs> Shit, I stretch before I start hooping. You know what I'm saying? Then you can did see you me. Did you stretch before you start skating? I didn't. Type shit, but that's some shit that I don't be thinking about. I don't, yeah. But I ain't seen none of them old motherfuckers stretching, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't seen nobody stretch. I seen niggas with knee pads. You know what I'm saying? They was preparing for that shit. I ain't seen nobody stretching. It was just one nigga, bro. He came in there. He had a lime green fit on, bro. He damn near probably looked like he was our age and he finesse type shit. But bro ass was in that motherfucker. He was the MVP of the night, bro. Fos ass was gliding backwards, bro. He was hitting little ins and outs uh, type shit. Bro ass was zooming. He was at least doing 50 miles per hour in that motherfucker, bro. Damn. Like, he was going like a blur. That's wrong. But because he was wearing such a bright ass color, you could see when he was coming. That's how I knew that shit. That's how I knew that nigga was going faster than everybody else. And then, you know, the old heads, that slow song come on, mm-hmm. motherfuckers booed up and shit, going backwards and shit. I'm, bro, let me let me tap in real yes, quick. I sir. fuck with yes, it. Yes, sir. I fuck with it, bro. All right, man. So that's all for today, man. We appreciate y'all for joining in with us, man. We want to thank our guest, Heavy Crowns, yes, for coming, sir, pulling yes, up sir. with us. You know what I'm saying? Talking this shit. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Thank y'all at home for listening and watching. Leave us a comment. You know what I'm saying? Or what you think about shit. What you think about skating? Or what you think about my man's bars? Or what you think about, you know what I'm saying? Your favorite Chicago Bulls player. Whatever we discussed about today, you know what I'm saying? Leave a comment. You know what I'm saying? And tell us how you feel about it. Um, super grateful for the great thinkers and think space. Please follow. The great thinkers on all social media mm-hmm. platforms. Before we leave, we want to just say, don't forget to talk, talk your, your shit. shit. You feel me? Sure. We out of here. Peace, boy. Smoking on wood. Rotation, I'm full, full of frustration. Now, I think I'm coming down. Yeah, I'm smoking on wood, woods, heavy rotation. Now, full, full of frustration. I need the hooker. Do you happy me?
talking on woods, woods, heavy rotation. I'm full, full of frustration. I'm, I'm, I think I'm coming down. Station, nah, full of frustration, yeah.